This is season two, episode three of Stop Boosting. This episode is brought to you by AnimeFire.ca, where you can get all your favorite anime merch for a deep discount and free shipping. And for Canadians, we pay the tax. Check us out once again at AnimeFire.ca. Is it recording? No, yeah, you got to recording. That. Oh, it's been recording. Okay, well, all right, well. All right, today we got my uh, cousin's husband, actually, close person to me, but I don't actually know you as well as I should, and I want to. So I think it's a good opportunity for us to get to know you better, and um, also to talk about the things that you've done in the past, because the first time I met you, Soheb, is uh, I saw you singing, actually, with your voice. Where was that? And I think it was at Nugget Masjid. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. it was many years ago. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Soheb? Me and Kanat Shan are on the podcast as usual. And uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Awesome. Well, um, thanks for invite. Well, not inviting. It was my idea to come here. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. happy you did. Cause, thanks uh, for letting me come here. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're always happy to have new guests and <laughs> new experiences. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. So yeah, as you said, I mean, my name, my name is Suhaib and I am his first cousin's husband. And uh, we know each other for several years now because you yeah. know of our other cousin yeah uh, like you know. i have a well, yeah it's like <laughs> it's all cousins everywhere so yeah, yeah we're all we all yeah. know each other through each other and then uh, i am a sales professional i've been in sales for about um ooh, 12 12 years i think from customer service to now yeah. uh account manager at uh Alcons granger so yeah you don't have to say company it, names right oh fine. no yeah okay. you know, if you, unless you want to okay. and you want to rep them like a free sponsorship for them you know yeah yeah, yeah. but it's well, awesome no, but the thing is like what, your sales experience is going to come in handy when we need help with our drop shipping and like basically our advertising so yeah i can see the future of us working is a lot going to be online and mm-hmm. i think it'd be good for us to start like sharing skills and like discussing how a, the best approach would be to sell a certain type of product yes for sure that's for sure yeah that's where i see a lot of value in like discussing just not out of our personal relationship but our professional relationship yeah so like you went to a bunch of different companies you dealt with uh you're right now you're dealing with larger clients at a, at a company i think it was construction related so it's industrial supplies. So uh, depend on what client wants, uh, what kind of client it is, right? So whether it's construction, whether it's uh, transportation, or uh, even like just suppliers as well, right? So depends on what they need. So I am uh, the account manager for uh, British Columbia uh, side. So I've got about uh, 200 and... 200 some accounts and uh, just dealing with them day to day, basically building relationships and, you know, um, you know, kind of talking just, to them. Yeah. Typical sales, maintaining the yeah, relationship with them. Basically. Yeah. Checking so it's not them. like typical sales, like, you know, making commissions and things like that. But uh, I mean, that is part of it, but mostly it's just like relationship building. Cause that's what uh, account account managers basically do. Right. So, yeah. Like we, we the, the, the extent of my relationship building experience would be, we, we, he works at Mosaic right now. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, used to work, I used to work at Mosaic too. And it's just like a sales experiential marketing company, but they also do uh, merchandising and other stuff. Oh, Mosaic and, is huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it's a really great place to start, but then long-term uh, to get into like corporate sales and bigger companies as not only a career path, but a way to build yourself and build your own businesses. Because yeah. if you ever wanted to w- sell your own product, your own service, that experience is going to pay off a lot. Yeah, definitely. And 
Um, and is there anything that you want to work on? Like, I know uh, you were working on social media marketing as well. Um, like, are you continuing to work on that right now? Yeah. So, I mean, um, me and a few other, a couple of guys, we were uh, doing uh, just like a digital marketing, uh, digital like agency. Uh, yeah, basically. So we were going to set up all our operations in Pakistan and then have, uh, you know, target the clients here, here in Canada. Here. Because so my previous, uh, not the previous one, but uh, one of my jobs was as, um, uh, as what was that? Marketing consultant for uh 411 it was under oh, yeah. uh, under yellow city? pages oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so uh just the uh, digital marketing basically right so we were creating different kind of plans for digital marketing for social media marketing for uh paid ads and those things right so for for small businesses small to mid-sized yeah. businesses so we were doing that and uh just from there it kind of gave me the idea because there's a lot of scope obviously now because even more because of the covid situation, COVID situation. Mm -hmm. but um yeah now even like it kind of opened up my my whole thinking of uh this whole social you know marketing and digital marketing because um it's just like a lot of people don't even know that they have free google pages yeah, and yeah. you know we would we you could would use charge it. for that yeah right 100%. so uh there's so many things that that can come in handy um just just within just helping people also right the small yeah. businesses they need a lot of support right so yeah especially with their uh marketing and the background perspective a lot of people just use people and like don't really know what they're doing and they just sell the service to businesses and those businesses fall for it yeah um, you sold some Kadash. i you, sold you did, some you but like some i didn't do it well enough oh. Because I was still learning. I worked for a company called 232 and like they didn't really teach much. And like they, I feel like they were still learning and they were wasting resources. They didn't really set up their back end correctly. I feel like in my opinion mm -hmm. and like you don't know who's doing what and you need to hold someone accountable. Like yeah. if you can't really track who's doing what, because everyone's using the same email mm -hmm. to connect to the same documents. So yeah. everyone's like you. Yeah, I remember yeah. that whole situation. Like right. that. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> but that's a very specific, unique situation. But it was a good experience to introduce you to social media marketing. Yeah, it should show the power me, of it. It showed me what the power of it and how to how not to do it. <laughs> that's but that's what you need to know, like how not to do something to do it better. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because that's um, like I said. So one of the packages that we had at four one one, it's um, building your uh, Google My Business page, right? Oh, we're going to build it for you. Oh, we're going to make it look all shiny. It's a free service by Google and they were charging for that. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so just because there is a market for it, it's not like they're doing yeah. something wrong. I no, mean, people obviously don't have the they time. are yeah. offering a service, oh, yeah. but uh, people don't have the time. And what in my experience, what I found, mm. people don't know. People are not, not aware. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, there was a... Um, it was, um, I think it was a restaurant, uh, down in BC and, uh, they had a Google page. Um, they had really bad ratings on it and they had, they had no idea that they had a Google page. Yeah. Cause 
I'm like, so yeah. how are people finding you if you don't even know that you have a Google page? Well, people could create Google pages without you knowing. Like I, Ahmed yeah. once created a yeah. Google page for yeah. a business. I created for a business. Yeah. I put the first picture and that picture right now has like 120,000 views. Yeah. I did that for free for somebody, which I could go to a hundred other businesses. Exactly. Or maybe when I did it, it was like three years ago before people were really doing it. Right. It was like yeah. three years nah. ago. That rub, that was a lobster place, right? The like, the, the one in Woodside, the Happy Pot. With oh, the, that was a different one. That was that a different one. one. That, that was more one. recent. That was like recent. So I don't know why I used to do it for free, and then I didn't realize that these businesses, I could just say, "Hey, give me a hundred bucks. I'll go and set up your Google page for you. I'll optimize it so that people can find you, and then I'll send you a review based on the food that I got for you for yeah. free, potentially." But no, it's actually <laughs> a lot more work than that. You're gonna have to charge no, a bit we, more. We did we did a business manager account for our our Anime Fire store, but, and all it was was fill in the blanks the whole way through. Right? Yeah, so but there's another step to it where you have to secure the Google page as well. Yeah, right? secure you the So if you leave it open, then mm-hmm. I can just go in and claim it or claim it. Yeah, yeah. So you either lock claim it. Claim it, you gotta lock it with your All right, we know what we need yeah. to do tonight. Right, let me just open up my phone. <laughs> but no, that's business manager is different. Facebook and Google is different because the way Google yeah. manages it. No, we did it the back. Google one too. That's how I made the, the Gmails was connected to a business account and it had to give be given an address. And I had to set it up using whatever information I you could. You made a Google page? Yeah. Google My Business page? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I put in the business oh, name. I didn't even know that. The, no, it's a link to your Google, your Gmail. Yeah, no. So you yeah. can make it. That's yeah. not, you like, you just make it online. Yeah, yeah. But you have to like properly claim it and then they'll mail it to you and things like that. Like, okay, never mind. I didn't do several all different steps. I don't know exactly like all the technicalities of no, it, they, but they don't mail there's several different steps it's onto a, it. It's a lot of email bullshit and there's a lot of bullshit stats but like pretty much you just have yeah. to claim it get them to confirm it's you then when you want to transfer you have to go yeah, to that same that's, step that's true but like yeah. you have to make sure you properly link your seo you optimize your thing you have a blog posting because google loves blog posting for some reason yep. like if you have a they google like page, a blog post for some blog posting and like you, they want like the best picture so if you could curate your because you know on like when you go google maps and it shows you the pictures you could curate the best pictures and take out all the ones that are not good yeah you could do so much in Google My Business that like, people don't know about it. And, like, yeah. But for a business owner to do it daily is a bit too much. Yeah, That's why can. people charge a service. I understand why they charge a service. Mm-hmm. But like, there's some people who don't do it right. And like, I've yeah. noticed that it's like, you really just do the bare minimum just so you can get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not really trying to I help like, sell their yeah. business. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. And the thing is that, uh, especially small to mid-sized businesses, their owners are always hands-on. If it's a restaurant, owners most likely serving or cooking if they know how to cook. Kind That's of thing, true. Right? Yeah. So for them to take out the time to, you know, sit in front of a screen after the whole 12 hour shift to, you know, fix yeah. their Googles and Facebooks and things like that, it's not going to work out. Yeah, yeah. So instead, what they would do is after they see the value, what they would do is for 200 or 300 dollars a month. They would have all that done by another company that would bring in more revenue, right? That would bring in more clients, more customers. Yeah. And they have the economies of scale. So they have all these employees that are working on the accounts regularly so they can do it quicker. It makes sense. It makes sense. And then, yeah, because in terms of somebody going, let's say we have a business, we don't know when we need to go set up a business account with the CRA. And then after that, once we have that set up, we have to deal with our taxes. Yeah. So now we have to go to an accountant or we have to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So every business owner is like deciding what one of these things can I actually commit my time to? And uh, it gets tiring, especially if you're running, doing a full-time job while you're trying to run your business. Yeah, exactly. It's like a combination of those two that it gets kind of hectic. It does. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard for us right now. And I think uh, it's hard for anybody really. It's just, it's worth it though. At the end of the day, you get, it's whatever you want out of it. So. so. And it's, so sometimes it's, you know, mostly it's the time and, you know, um, they don't want to spend, you know, two hours or three hours fixing things. Um, it also comes down to like, for us, we're like super lucky generation because everything is like a click away. But for non-tech savvy people, that's just a very tough thing to go through, right? Even to create a Facebook page, it's tough. Like what kind of pictures you want to put on, what kind of posts you want to do. If it's a restaurant and they're talking, they're like, you know, talking about their family issues on their Facebook, that doesn't yeah, it's work. Yeah, not going to be productive, right? yeah. So uh, people like, you know, for us, we're like super aware of things, but uh, a lot of business owners, especially like uh, when you go back to, you know, like clothing stores or um, restaurants or any other, uh, you know, grocery stores, which are, you know, owned by, you know, generations, it just comes out, you know, it takes a lot of time, a lot of time. I mean, but even for us, like at the same time, when TikTok came out, I was like, what is this thing? Like, I felt like I was too old for it. I was like, wait, I'm, I was 25 at the time, not 26. Uh, but, uh, but it takes, it's like this learning curve. And then as you get older, the less threshold you have yeah. to, to learn it. So that's true. And I just like to like, uh, control this back to the yeah. success portion of this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So like you're talking about like how you did social media marketing and did account manager stuff. Like as a, let's say for someone starting up, right. Who's trying to maybe start their own business and want to look at social media. How do you suggest they would start what they should look for? What they, what path they might start with Google business or Facebook. What would you suggest? Um, I learned on, um, you know, on the job kind of thing. Right. So I was very Mm -hmm. fortunate to have all these experiences with, with sales and all these companies. So, um, someone starting uh, into uh, social media, into a digital media, digital marketing field, you got to know that it's very, very competitive, mm. very competitive. Right. So when when we're when when I was starting with the, you know, with the guys, um, we found 10 different kinds of rate plans, just to say, you know, for an yeah. example. Right. Now, um, you just have to, you just have to be very, very determined and not, uh, just kind of sounds lame, but not give up yeah, right? yeah. because you're, you, there's going to be time where you're going to be paying out of your pocket. Right. Yeah. I mean, business don't work like that. Right. Yeah. For free. But, uh, as you mentioned with, uh, anime, anime fire, fire. Yeah. Right. Hey, you got to memorize. I'm pretty happy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, things get really tough. Um, But then the main point is uh, if you're, you got to find what, what you're, what you're passionate about too. Right. Because that kind of kicks in a lot of the encouragement. Yeah. Your long term. Right. Yeah. It's going to keep you committed. Yeah. So there's not like just one thing that I have advice like that the advice that i have yeah i know i know what you mean yeah. but it's it's just like a bunch of things because like all the experiences um all the networking all the people i learned from my mentors like my college professors my you know previous managers things like mm-hmm. that 
Um, the one thing that I would say though is keep keep your relationships strong, even if you're leaving. Like my my previous job, uh, two jobs actually. Uh, there was a company called Resolve Collaboration. Um, I have uh, so my manager and his wife they're coming over to my place for uh, for dinner next Saturday, right? So just That's to give you an go. example that you know. Like I have that kind of relationship with him and I have that kind of, you know, strong rapport bond right? with him that, you know, we can, we're, we're still learning from each other. Right. So the only advice that I would say is, you know, keep your, um, your mentors close to you and don't be afraid to just reach out to them, ask a question that, Hey, I'm kind of stuck. Let me know what you can help with. Yeah, I get that. That's a good place to go. Start off at. And it's hard to find a good mentor, but like before you choose where you're going to start, try to find the best mentor. Look for the best person in the industry willing to teach, I would say, and then see if they were willing to help you because there are, there's always people like that's willing to help you. And if you heard our last podcast with Marcus Newby, he even says, you don't always have to be alpha in someone's business. You can be the beta and just help out yeah. because at the end of the day, they will help you out. So like yeah. that mentor, he mm-hmm. could be the person that helps you out, but you have to remember that like he's yeah. helping you. You should help him out and like get that flow going back and forth. So it's all reciprocal at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I remember we, we, well, actually, you know what? We were going to talk about your singing in the past too. And oh yeah. That's the first time I ever found out who you were. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Where, when did that start? That's at? also based on, uh, on mentors and networking as well, like relationship. Oh. So, um, yeah, that was, um, that was uh many years ago so i started off with uh with indian bollywood pakistani songs right okay just the traditional songs right and so i was you know going to different competitions and i was doing different kind of not shows but just like little small gigs here and there Yeah, yeah Um, this was many, many years ago. This was back in 10, 10, 15, right? 10, 15 years ago, 10 to 15. I'm thinking, I think, I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And, um, yeah. So, so obviously like, so I come from a religious family, right? So it's, it was always like a thing that I shouldn't do. Right. Right. Because, you know, singing with music and this and that. So. Um, so there was this competition called the South Asian uh, Canadian Idol. Whoa, really? Oh, that's yeah. crazy. It was not like a huge scale no way, show, yeah. but it was yeah. kind of like a, you know. So yeah. this doesn't sound official. I like it's not official. Yeah. Idol. It was like a fun little. Thing. I mean, they had a huge concert and everything oh, at the end of it, but it was like kind of like a low key little event, right? So wow. Pakistanis, Indians. No, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen and everything. And yeah. everything. They would just come together kind of thing right wow so you said like uh idol right yeah no but uh, they this always like three four years ago no they no, they happen no, all the time happened, uh, maybe 12 years ago no there's a lot of uh, the one that i was at though happened okay. 12 years ago yeah. there's a lot of these things we've seen them on tv but this you were actually you went to compete in one yeah so that that program that turned into um well that kind of partnered up with you know the oh. the desi fest and desi fest in um Dundas square yeah. yeah yeah so they kind of merged the two together and then oh. now it's done over there right so back then it was super small and everything so we had about like 
25, 30 contestants. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was in, I was like top three. And then that's when, so the top person was Whoa. the one who got like a, um, a contract you know, sort of thing, like a, not a contract, but yeah, kind of contract for a movie in India. Whoa. And like Whoa. that person to is, sing, right? Yeah. To sing and all that. And um, I was getting very close to that too right i was yeah. like very kind of passionate about that yeah. but um one thing my mom said to me mm. was that um so she came she's like you know you can you know you're in that old you can make your own decisions mm. but just so you know i'm not gonna be with that's with you on this oh that's tough that's right tough. yeah that so, is a tough thing yeah so she that and after a few hours i just called the guy and it was sidhu or something sindhu something like that. i don't know his name now mm. but um yeah i called him and i'm like sorry i can't continue wow, wow. okay well right. i mean your mom always has your best interest at heart at this yeah i mean because so. because of you know a very strong religious uh background background yeah. and that point of view she's like yeah i'm not with that you're not that makes that. Sense. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my mom before I even got to that point she would be like yeah nah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> plus I don't have a great singing voice I, so. <laughs> oh well you know <laughs> I'm just wondering if you're in the contest with my cousin because she did the, that a lot and she got wow. to record her she does like but there's a lot for of these, yeah. Bollywood like actually recorded for Bollywood movies oh no way wow, she crazy. did those competitions one so much like she's like pretty popular in India wow like oh, she's wow. like a celebrity there that's why it's like yeah. wondering. no way she used to do those contests you're talking about like that's why yeah. i wonder if you're in one of the contests with her maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's but this was like this was so this is how small it was um this was about 12 13 years ago and it was in a restaurant was which had a little banquet yeah behind it and then we would just go sing over there Oh, well, so, that's how they usually start. Really like, good acoustics there too. But oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So that's where the journey kind of took the other turn. So then I went towards the religious singing and things like that. Or oh, the knot right? Like, yeah. what's a, so for the audience, what's a knot? Like, what is it? So, knot and hum, that's basically um, praising uh, Allah, praising yeah. the Lord, and yeah. praising the Prophet. Prophet okay. Muhammad, okay. right? Okay. So that's basically not and hummed. Okay. And then the kind of like a together word for it is nasheed. Right. Nasheed. Right? So yeah, that's right. Anything nasheed. like a religious song mm. or social event, social songs as well. That's also a kind of like a nasheed. With, so I don't use any music in it. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of people do. But for me, I don't uh, because my mentor, Janay Jamshade. I remember you had a. Yeah, yeah you're very close to passed you. away. Yeah. That was tough, man. I, I, oh, that was so tough. I can't even imagine to be yeah. honest. Uh, I remember you had pictures up with him, or I remember Bonus and Harris did too. Yeah. Cousins. So we, like, every time he would come here for mm. for events, like, I was with him. Like, that's I, he was like my direct mentor. That I was with him. He was the one who helped me record my first first album in Pakistan. I did it in his studio, bro. That's amazing. Everything. That's pretty sick. You have a couple okay. albums though. Yo, tell yeah, Nashan, tell Nashan who Janaid Jamshed is and how significant he is in Pakistan. Oh, Janaid Jamshed is um, 
Like I don't even know who to compare him to. I know, right? Like it's he's a, he's a religious figure now, so you can't. So back when he was singing, like he was, so his journey is kind of similar. Well, similar as well Natural, that you know yeah. he started with traditional songs with music and everything. He had a group called Vital Signs. Yeah, and he was basically Michael Jackson of Pakistan. Like he was that level. Like he was doing shows all over the world. He was doing um, music in, in, in India, in Pakistan, and like all over the, the world, literally, yeah, like yeah. doing, you know, concerts and things like that. And he kind of switched it all, left it all behind. That was big. That was huge. Um, and, and then he came towards, uh, you know, knots in the sheets and religious singing, right? Oh, yeah. So the first time I met him was at Sonic Foundation. Right. He came in there for an event and I was there like, I was like a small little child <laughs> yeah, fan. Yeah. Like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and then like, it's just, it just started from there. And then, yeah. Like, like how did you approach him? Like he's, he's a huge, such a huge name. And- so I, I've been very lucky with that. Mm-hmm. So he, he was, he was um, performing. He was, you know, invited to perform at the Mustard yeah. event. Yeah. And... I was kind of the opening act for him, right? Wow. So I asked uh, Monis's dad, Shaggy yeah. Shaggy Uncle. Yeah. I asked him, I'm like, hey, can I he, sing he, on the sheet in front, like before he goes on? And then he talked to the organizers and everyone, and I did the little audition for them. And wow. they're like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> and I did it. And then from there on, we, and that's when I, I approached him. I'm like, hey, it's not like, I'm, you know, it was amazing to to listen oh, to you yeah. after the event. And he said, yeah, great job and this and that. And yeah, so it started from there. And then it, it came to where he, I was in Pakistan uh, visiting for my cousin's wedding. And he calls me up. He's like, hey, I have this studio and I have this person who's going to kind of record everything for you. And you just go there at that time and, you know, get it done. Right. Right. So yeah, he helped me through it, and uh, ever since then, he was every time he would come here uh, to Canada for any events, I would be, you know, singing with him. Wow! And I did not know that. yeah, and then um, I so we went to this event, and uh, there was another uh, sheikh there from uh, San Francisco, mm. and. Uh, they both talked and he invited me there as well. Right. So I went there for a few events as well, but yeah, he was like, he was the mentor for me right there. And did did you, uh, what you got out of that was an amazing experience and you saved some of your work too. Like you have it with you or do you have it online somewhere? Yeah. So, I mean, um, I have my, some, some videos on YouTube, uh, some of my, uh, my initiates, but uh, I don't really have like a the audio file. Yeah, like no, this. I do have the oh, audio files oh, and everything, okay. but I don't have it online. So I'm trying to put it on uh, iTunes and stuff soon. So I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, send us a link. If not, don't worry about it. We get to listen to it. At well, least. if you need help with that, I can help you figure that stuff out. Oh yeah, you can help. Yeah, you yeah. So I side. have <laughs> the I have all the files. So yeah. I'll send oh it yeah, because you worked at the you did the whole uh, anchor thing for us. Yeah, I did the anchor stuff. So we got on Spotify. We got on every Google podcasting app in the 
Oh, there you yeah, go. Thing, you yeah. got to like yeah. Apple like, Podcast. Dude. Everyone's like, "Oh, you got to pay for a podcasting server." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna let me figure this out." Took me like maybe two weeks to find Anchor, and then once we found Anchor, we're like, "Oh, this is golden." You can. Oh, upload, that's awesome. Yeah, Anchor's this way. It literally anchors all the audio services in one for podcasts, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you can just upload there, and it'll send it to all of them. So no matter where anybody listens, you can share it to them. But for oh, music, wow. I know it's a bit harder because you have to set oh. up a actual. You have to be on a service where they sell albums before mm-hmm. iTunes and then show them you're on that service. And then iTunes will switch you, let you go onto their service. It's a bit harder. Yeah. I, yeah. Why didn't you pursue it further? Like, why didn't you continue it? Like, um, so there was a lot of, uh, a lot of different things. So, I mean, um, I had to work, I had to put my focus there and then I got married to your cousin, cousin yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're my cousin now and so. that's when dream dies <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> and um what happened the the most uh impactful thing was uh uh by passing away right so he was um he was actually um flying to another city and well from another city in Pakistan to karachi and there was a plane crash and uh he passed away in that right and uh that was uh, details actually that was probably just the uh, it was it was so tough oh man like it was tough. honestly like i i can't every and i'm a kind of very emotional guy also no, no yeah no worries every time i walk into his store the jim shade the clothing store and they have him playing in the background it's just it takes me back to you know it always it always makes me tear up always it's would man yeah so close to you because we had such a and he had that personality too where you know this is going to turn into like no please a memory of jim shade but go ahead um he had that kind of personality like anyone meets him no matter where no matter for how frequently or for the first time ever Mm. he makes them feel like they know them for for years and years right and that's exactly what he did with me right so a little one one little story i want to share is we were um we were um, (laughs) uh we were going to mississauga for uh, for an event so um his manager at the time uh also my manager at the time um they so it was he picked him up first and then he, they came to my place and picked me up we were on our way and then i was sitting in the back and i'm like uh can you recite that nasheed for me right there was a one of my favorite nasheeds by him and he turns around he's like why don't you do it so I'm like, no, no, I want to listen to you, right? Because that's that's who he was. He's the superstar, but he was sitting on the stage, and he he saw me in the in the crowd, and he waved at me. He's like, hey, so hey, come here, come up on the stage. Why aren't you singing? So he looked at, and then he looked at the organizer. He's like, no, no, people want to. So the organizer's like, no, people want to listen to you. And then he replies that no people listen to me all the time. You should listen to him. Wow. And then he invited me on the stage to recite with him, to sing with him. 
That's right? beautiful. That's the kind of person he was, right? So we're we're driving to the to the event and he's like, okay, fine, I'll sing that for you. But right now you sing that for me. So I sing I start singing and he's like tapping his his knee like that and then just to give me a beat kind of thing, right? And he's just literally enjoying that moment, right? So that's the kind of like I was I was really close with him, really tight with him, right? Mm-hmm. And just the the second I heard about yeah. his plane was yeah, just man. it was just not ooh, not a good moment. Oh, I know, man. I can't I can't imagine how it feels, but I can definitely. Uh, I remember. So yeah, I think I think Monis and Harris also wrote something on. Or it was either one of them on Facebook. And yeah. Even they were. I, I assume you were way closer to him, but even they were devastated. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Every like so many people. Well, so. I was gonna say that story you said sounds like this Hindu uh, legend. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say just like okay, here we go. Yeah. It's about like, a boy who gets like he drinks milk, he goes to the temple, is lost, whatever, mm-hmm. and like supposedly the gods come down, giving them the ability to sing really beautiful Tamil like prayers and everything, mm-hmm. songs, whatever. So. And then the old people could do it too, right? But supposedly they go to this one temple and you can only open the door by singing these songs to the gods and the gods will mm. let you open it, right? But the boy sings like a hundred or something times, different stuff, doors don't open. But the old guy comes back and is like, they're like, they're like, they're like they go there to open it together. He does it once and the doors, no, the kid sings once, doors are open. But he has to sing hundreds of times, doors open. The kid's like, why, the old man's like, why would the door open for me? Why do I have to sing so much? This is God wants to hear you because yeah. he always hears me. He yeah. wants to hear something different. And I think that's what your mentor was like. He wants to hear you because he's never going yeah. to get to hear yeah. it as often. Everyone mm-hmm. listening to you, everybody wants him to speak. But no one ever, he, he, is that, he, is, he wants that moment where yeah. he gets to enjoy it, like you're saying. Gets to enjoy Honestly, the he, was, he was one of the, he, and I still, I mean, you know, I still consider him one of my, uh, you know, one of the best mentors I've, I had in life in life and i'm still learning from his work learning from his talks on you know on the recorded on youtube and youtube and stuff but yeah it was it was that was one of the main reasons why kind of it really kind of slowed me down also in terms of uh you know motivation for pursuing it further but i i am i am um planning to record yeah yeah all right okay yeah soon so there's gonna be some some stuff coming out soon but uh yeah that's so i'm gonna ask for something you don't have to provide but (laughs) (laughs) can you uh give us a little preview just a little preview (laughs) sure sure uh, we're gonna use these mics these mics probably won't do it justice um but if if not i'm gonna get you to record on this other mic Oh, okay. but maybe not today. Maybe another time. We'll do it yeah. another time. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. We'll, after we listen, so, so um, I don't know what what kind of uh, like you choose. Design. Oh, because I don't really know. Like I don't know. Like I've never really heard it. So like you think you are the what you best portrays your vocal range, vocal mm-hmm. ability. Like not even that. I'll, sing, I'll sing. I'll sing in Urdu. I'll sing one of his. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, please. That actually, that same one that um, that Toby. Yeah, that I told, asked him to to recite. Oh, please do. <clears throat> it's really long, but I'll just give a little snippet. Okay, okay, yeah? sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah 30 seconds. Even if you want to go the whole thing, then you do it. But if you want to stop, you can stop. 
We're going to turn our mics off, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just me in the fridge? <laughs> yeah. I already turned my mic off. All right. So. Tamanna edil Rasulullah Tamanna edil Habibullah Tamanna muddatun se hai Jamal-e Mustafa dekhu Imamul Anbiya dekhu Habib-e-Kibriya dekhu Tamanna-e Dil Rasulullah you know, that was very nice. That was I'm very just surprised nice. how clear that was in the headphones. Like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I saw Kanasha like going through some things over there. And I was okay, like, I'll up? give you a little bit more. Hold on. Yeah, like, if you guys hear that playback, you just be like, damn, that was clear. <laughs> yeah, that's the best audio we've had ever in this whole podcast. So uh, I'll give you some time. If All right. you want water, there's water too. Uh, yeah, let's do this. All right. Mic's off, mic's off. Wow. That was really good. Wow. Thank you. So that's that. uh, one of my all time favorite nasheeds from him. And he's done, he's done about, I, I should know this off of my head, but yeah. I think maybe nine or 10 albums. This was just the Nasheed albums. And then before that, he's done another, like, I don't know how many songs and, oh man, there's, there's, there's this, uh, now you got me on singing. So I want to sing another, please, please. There was this, uh, one of his most famous songs, like back when, you know, he was the superstar. He still is amazing. So again, this song is in Urdu. So he was a, uh, you know, and he was singing in Pakistan, right? So. Dhoop mein khada Jal raha hoon main Saya do mujhe Ye mera junu Ye meri chalang Hai meri saza Meri ye thakan Keh rahi hai kya Suno to sahi Suno to sahi Aitbar bhi Aahi jayega Chalo to sahi Rasta koi mil hi jayega Chalo to sahi Chalo to sahi 
man. I love that oh. song. <laughs> bro, thank you. We got three. Oh, man. That was way more than I, I thought we were going to get today, bro. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't listen to his music or, you know, I try, well, you know, I, I, because, you know, he's, he was the one, he gave that all up. Yeah. Right. So the, the, the passion and, and the, you know, the commitment he had to his nasheeds, his nasheed career and his religion, um, that was the most inspiring thing. He had, he had a contract for, for Pepsi. And Pepsi was sponsoring his whole album, his videos and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So he had to pay them off to cancel the contract. Right. Wow. Big bucks. And he did that just because of his passion for religion and his passion for, for Nasheeds and his career here. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was a lot more famous than he was when he was singing, even though he was at the top. Right. So going back to our, you know, the question and the advice thing that, you know, that we were talking about, it's just like not giving up because he was, he, there was a point where he went to his dad and he's like, I have no money for food. Right. So he tells us this story where his wife asked him to get something and he's like, this is the last amount of money I have. Here you go. I have nothing else now. That's Mm -hmm. the point where he was. And now he's got his clothing stores all over the world. He's got his nasheeds playing all over the world. It's incredible, his story, right? So just determination and passion. That sounds good. That's a great way. All right. That was a great ending to the podcast, man. Like that was like, bro, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel like I should let you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Is my voice nice enough for the podcast? Well, I would say thank you for coming out to the podcast. This is from Canada. Um, And uh, if you have any last minute things to say to the viewers, like one little tidbit of advice. And if you like to shout out your Instagram or sing out your Instagram or YouTube channel, if you want people to follow, (laughs) go ahead. If you don't have a tag yet or a handle yet, then we can bring it in later. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I I mean, it's just like my Soheba Basi, just my on youtube we'll put it in the description just yeah it's just got a few uh videos there but as i said so there's a a few more coming in um the last a few it's just honestly um being being thankful being and and being grateful so two very different things right being thankful for for the opportunities that i have for 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 my parents for my dad to you know move here from back home to give me a life full of opportunities right that's gratefulness right so i'm very very grateful of especially nowadays like in the in the you know the kind of pandemic situation the year 2020 yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been it's wild um i'm very grateful to to have a job right mm. to continue to earn money so i can support my family my loved ones right um so very grateful for that very very grateful for for you guys for you know giving me the 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 platform here to come in you know and i'll come back soon you know we'll keep coming back yeah that'd be awesome man that'd be (laughs) awesome that'd be pretty cool a couple months of your superstar well (laughs) 
Yeah, Kevin Singh competition. You versus Ame. Right? Oh. <laughs> okay, this is a low key. This is a low key thing. Knashan has exposed me. I do like to sing a lot. Yeah, like some songs, like very few songs. But so let's, let's let's hear some. No, no, we're not doing it today. Um, just do so it. Thanks, just thanks do everybody. Like I can't, I can't. I need the I, the pro the problem is is I don't want to do it. Is I need the music and I also need the quiet version of the audio so I don't mess oh, up the audio. Okay. I mess up the words all the time. <laughs> I'm no way near. I mess up the words all the time. No oh, way. Okay. We all mess up yeah. in life. It's as long do. as you yeah. come back to the stands and stand up, yeah. you're good. Yeah. So thanks for checking out this week's episode of Stop Boosting. And remember, this week's episode is sponsored by AnimeFire.ca where you can get the latest and greatest anime merch.